This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Subscribe to our podcast if you would, and maybe give us a rating and review. Certainly would appreciate it. It's the Kelly and Rumya podcast. If you do that, you can listen to the show in segment form. You can listen to the complete episode. We toss on an audio vanity card on the end. I'll supply that one today for you, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever way you have to consume the program that works for you, we appreciate it. That's the podcast from your favorite podcast platform. Today on the program with me from the home studio in Vancouver, I'm at my home studio here in London, Ontario, Kelly McDonald, with Mr. Grant Hardy. Thanks, Kelly. And uh, today it's time to join Michael Babcock. Lots of stuff to talk about today as he joins us this and every Monday to talk all things tech. App news, device reviews, security advice, and more. It's time to talk tech with me, Michael Babcock. Get your dose of ever-changing technology knowledge right here on Kelly and Rumia. Welcome to the program, Michael, and happy Monday. Well, happy Monday to you too, Grant. I have a quick question for you and Kelly off the top here before we jump into it, just because I like to mix things up a little bit. I was thinking about um, when I come on with you guys, I'm going to be fully transparent with people. There are times where I have more nerve wracking days, like, you know, second guessing myself. And it takes me, I figured out on average, five to six minutes into the segment to say, you know what? Uh, I'm here. We're doing this. We're going to make it through whatever happens. I'm curious, do you and Kelly have that issue, Grant? And if so, how long does it take you into the show before you realize, you know what, I'm going to finish this out and what happens, happens? Well, I'm curious to hear from Kelly because he's got so much experience. But for me, absolutely. Like as someone who, you know, has to kind of push myself, I work in media, but I'm a little bit introverted uh, and anxious sometimes. Absolutely. It it takes a long time to be comfortable. And I still have those moments where I'm sort of like, mm, you know, am I being genuine? Am I really doing this justice? Um, so yeah, I feel you. Kelly. <laughs> I always say um, at least once a week, I get a day where the mouth won't catch up. I'll try to speak at a certain pace and it's, oh, it's like it's in mud. Um, I know to forget, as we all know, when you make a mistake, a flub, correct it, especially if it really matters. You're giving out information. You go, oh, I better correct that. But I think the disadvantage you guys have, um, and it took me a bit to get this, is you're not doing it every day. So, of course, you get better. Mm-hmm. Everybody says practice makes perfect. But it's sort of like like they refer to in baseball, Michael, that if a pitcher has a bad outing, he's got four or five days to wait till he's, he can redeem himself. Or if somebody drops a ball in the outfield, the guy stays in the game unless he's really having a bad day and, that, and, can, and forgets it. Just like yeah. unpacks the elephant memory and it's gone. So for yourself, when you know, oh, man, this is one of those days. And all you can do is live through it, forget it and move on where I could screw up here and they're still leaving me on here for two hours saying, good luck, buddy. (laughs) And and we're trying to teach poor Grant that. (laughs) Well, thanks to both of you for giving me enough time to find my notes. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we figured, we figured, come on. We're not new here, right? All right. (laughs) Uh, We've got a ton of awesome stuff, though, to chat about today. Is it Celeste had an update? Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you talk about how that's allowing hands-free usage 
Yeah, so for those who don't know, Celeste is a company that started in Canada, and they are uh, providing wearable glasses with a camera at the top of the nose. Um, and there's a single button on the right arm of the glasses that you simply press in order to trigger it, whether that be to read text or to or to describe a scene. Um, what they have offered now is a new assistant called Ella. And what you can do is ask Ella, hey, Ella, read this to me. Or what they describe is, hey, Ella, find grocery item. And that's going to use AI, hmm. send a picture of the items that you have in focus of the camera, and then give you verbal feedback based on, oh, it's in front of you to your right, for example. Um, and uh, it's it's pretty awesome. I was impressed when that got released with the current glasses because I'm like, oh, this opens up hands-free opportunities to be able to control my glasses in my yeah. environment. Oh, gosh, yeah. I love the idea of just walking if you were doing something like that or just looking around and that not explaining the perspective or having to worry. Or for a lot of people who've been low vision or blind, let's say, all their life, mm. who don't really have that concept. I, I talked to a friend about using Be My Eyes and taking a picture to describe stuff, and he's very quick to say, yeah, but I wouldn't know where that would be in yeah. here. And I said, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, I've never seen, I don't have that concept. How high do I have to hold this? How, where do I have to point exactly? I don't even know where it would be in here. You can say, oh, in the center of the room. Well, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I mean, yeah, okay, I could go around and find the center of the room eventually, but to do something like that, point something at something I physically can't touch, can't do it. So fascinating with yeah. this. This is really gonna help. It is, um, I'm excited for it. Oh, go ahead, Grant. No, exactly. And just anything scene related, you know, like these apps mm. like Be My Eyes. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you've played with Ogo in the U.S. that can identify street signs, but it just just being able to sort of walk around. Imagine if you had an app like Be My Eyes that would could describe a movie or a show to you. I'm super excited about these wearables. Yeah, yes. it's fantastic. Uh, Michael, uh, after work, I'm getting an update on JAWS, like my personal machine. I'm getting it on this one. Mm -hmm. What's new on the latest JAWS? What should oh. I be wary of? Okay, now hopefully this is the update to 2024 and the latest build of 2024, and you've been on 24 for a couple of months. If not, remember that you have the face in view feature coming to JAWS as well. So the newest version of JAWS uh, was released in uh, October of 2023 is JAWS 2024. And this has the uh, face in view where it'll tell you you're centered, you need to move your face to the left a little. It also gives you information about the lighting in your room. So if it's bright enough to see you or if it's too dark. And then lastly, it'll give you some basic information about your background. Um, the example that they use is, do I have laundry in the background? So it'll tell you that information using the AI image recognition. Also, a Discord update. So if you've thought about using Discord, it's very popular for gamers and a lot of other organizations are starting to use Discord for uh, real-time communications. Um, JAWS has preliminary Discord support. You can go to dlee.org, that's D-L-E-E.org, if you wanna get more advanced Discord scripts. And one of the cool things about Discord is if you can tab and press F6, then you're gonna be successful with it. F6 will jump you between different sections 
such as the servers and the channels. Um, and JAWS gives you all that information by pressing JAWS key W. The last thing I'll mention is the uh, JAWS key, uh, I'm sorry, Windows Alt C, which will uh, bring up the call window and let you answer a call on Skype, Windows Link, or Microsoft Teams. So if you need a quick way to answer those uh, calls, then you'll be able to uh, do that with Alt Windows C. Um, and uh, you'll start to see that your scripts are updating for your programs like Outlook as well. Uh, on a more uh, granular basis than having to wait several months for updates to the whole JAWS program. Nice. Anything that can make Teams a little less overwhelming, <laughs> I am cool with. So this sounds awesome. <laughs> um, Google Docs. Another thing that can be a little bit overwhelming, but it's kind of a little bit more accessible. Uh, how do we enable accessibility in those products like Google Docs? Yeah, so with Google Docs, it's kind of important to enable the accessibility mode for Google Workspace. Um, this is your Google Docs, your Google Sheets, and your Google Slides. Uh, in order to do this on Windows, use the Control-Alt-Z, like Zulu keystroke, and this will toggle on and off accessibility. You also want, even if you're not using a Braille display, to enable Braille uh, support because that'll give you a better experience while navigating the uh, Google Docs or Google Sheets. And like accessibility, this is a toggle as well. So you'll want to press Control-Alt-H as in hotel, and this will toggle that on or off. You want to turn both of them on, and they should stay on from the next time that you load that specific browser, so you don't have to do it again. But again, that's Control-Alt-Z and Control-Alt-H. Excellent. Okay. What's an important fact that you can share regarding using accessibility when it comes to using these the accessibility with these tools? Yeah, so I can't emphasize it enough because you might turn on accessibility with Control-Alt-Z and then say, I don't know what that Michael guy was talking about. This isn't very usable. You need to make sure that Braille is on as well, even if you're not using it. Also, when you are using this with JAWS or NVDA on Windows, you need to disable your virtual viewer or browse mode. That's with JAWS key Z or NVDA key space in order to navigate the sheet or the Google Doc. Otherwise, when you're typing into the Google Doc or you're using your arrow keys, it's going to try to navigate you around the web page because as we all know, pressing H takes you to heading. But sometimes when you have to write the word Harry, you got to have the letter H. So make sure that JAWS key or, I'm um, sorry, that browse mode or virtual viewer is disabled on that. Um, and then this will work in uh, multiple browsers. These keystrokes uh, need to be pressed even if you are using Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge. Good to know. I think I've enabled uh, accessibility and it still wasn't really working for me. So I feel like I need to apply those other tips you just mentioned and then we should be good to go. Good to know. Uh, do we want to talk about some of the training events uh, coming up for users of Freedom Scientific products this month? Certainly. So I'll run through these fairly quickly. Um, on new, on the 15th, so Thursday at noon Eastern, uh, Freedom Scientific is doing an event to teach you how to customize your Outlook calendar. I really need to attend that because I need to use oh, that yeah. more. Uh, 
at 3 p.m. that same day, they're doing an event in the ACB community, um, and th that time is Eastern. All times are Eastern. Uh, this one, they are talking about navigating the Microsoft editor, so your spell check and grammar check. The following Thursday at uh, 3 p.m. on the 22nd is going to be tips for navigating Excel, and then that'll be followed by Feb uh, 3 p.m. on February the 29th, and uh, going back to Google, navigating Google Drive on the web. You can get information about how to join uh, these last three events by going to acb.community, and that'll give you the Zoom links, or reach out to Vespero support, and they can get you the details so you can join live. So Apple fixed a voiceover bug in Mac OS X 14.3 that you actually shared with them, Michael. Uh, share what's fixed, would you? Yeah, so um, in macOS 14.01 and 2, in the mail app, if you had less than 1,000 emails, which hopefully most of you have less than 1,000 emails, uh, you would get the exact number of messages you had. For example, if you had 586 messages, you would hear it say 586 unread messages. Mm -hmm. If you had 1,000 or more messages, um, then it would only read the first digit. So for example, if you had 3,395 messages, it would tell you three. you only have three. Yes, and that was disappointing. So they fixed yeah. that in 14.3. Slightly like deceptive. Could... Yeah, yes. but I, yes. I feel like that could be an anti-anxiety. Like I could be like, oh, sweet, I've left oh, mail. And... <laughs> but I guess not. <laughs> Unless it causes call. anxiety because you're like, what happened to all those messages I had 20 minutes ago? <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I went from 900 to one. <laughs> yeah, we got about a minute. Uh, a couple minutes left. I don't know if we've got time to dive into the large language model, do we? Or do you want to plug it really quickly? Uh, so I'll, I'll give a quick summary of it real quick. Um, so Apple released something quietly in October, and this is a new uh, multi-language model called Ferret. So I'll call it Ferret from now on. What's kind of cool is it understands and can interpret text and images, which means you can talk to the program and say, hey, in this image, take this shape and move it to the top of the image and add this to the shape and turn it this color. And because it can understand your text, text and what it's visually seeing, it can manipulate that image to make it uh, work the best way you want it to work. Wow. Is, yeah. is there a way we can try this now or is it mostly just uh, it's, for development? It's available on GitHub. Oh, that's great. Have you played around yeah. with this at all? or? I have not. So it's it's for developers. So you got to build it into your tools. Um, so you can download it and use it, but I have not played with it. Uh, I have played with chat GPT for generating images. And the problem that I have with it is I thought I couldn't spell. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Getting text into yeah. those images can be incredibly difficult, yes. <laughs> which is funny because it's not what it I would have It should be easier. Uh, it should be easier. It should be. It should be. <laughs> Thanks, man. We'll uh, either we or Kelly and Ramya, we'll catch you next Monday. Have a great rest of your guys' show. Join us next Monday for more talk Tech Talk with Michael Babcock. And I'm actually noting here, Grant, we're not here next Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. my goodness. Day. We'll yes. talk in a couple of Mondays then. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that when you say it's like, oh, shoot, yeah. Uh, coming up next, folks, will people with disabilities be purchasing the Apple Vision Pro? Beth Deer discusses on our headline segment. 
stole it from you, Hardy. She stole it. Oh, uh, we'll do that after this. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 